Hello, and welcome back to Maya's Reviews, a book podcast and blog. If you're new here, welcome, and I hope you stick around. I promise I'll at least try to make it worth your time. I do have a quick announcement before I get started on my review today. This week, you will be getting three episodes and three reviews from me. So, Today, obviously, you're getting We Take Care of Our Own by Christopher Clancy, a review and episode. Tomorrow, on Wednesday, I believe the, what day is that? The 14th, you will be getting an episode of Queen's Peril by E.K. Johnston and a review of Shaky's Madness by Robert Boog, I believe. On the 15th, Thursday, you will be getting both an episode and review of A Flight of Broken Wings by Nupur Chowdhury. So, look forward to that. And, like I said today, I will be reviewing We Take Care of Our Own by Christopher Clancy. Before I get started, I'd like to thank Christopher Clancy and Montauk Press for providing me with a copy of this novel in exchange for an honest review. All quotes are taken from We Take Care of Our Own by Christopher Clancy. There is a little bit of a content warning. Mature content, death, alcohol, gun violence, mentions of abortion, self-harm, war, suicide, animal cruelty, and abuse are all present in the novel. So if any of those are triggers to you or you would just prefer not to read about them, perhaps this novel isn't for you. I rated everything for We Take Care of Our Own 5 out of 5 stars. So overall, it was 5 out of 5 stars and just a quick overview of what I review my books on. Um, Plot, setting, characters, writing, and memorability. All perfect. So We Take Care of Our Own is better defined as an experience rather than a novel. Echoing our world in darker ways, the novel not only intrigues, but also warns of the dangers of greed, war, and apathy. Clancy has crafted a marvelous novel that beckons those searching for a story that will keep them up all night. So We Take Care of Our Own was published by Montauk Press on April 22nd, 2021 at 420 pages and as far as I know it is not a part of a series. There was a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end so I don't know if the author is intending to make this into a series which I would be so happy about but we'll see. And it is a fiction, dystopian, political, psychological thriller so this is the book description from Amazon. As internal division threatens the United States' ability to defend itself, USOFA worldwide, a super conglomerate of the nation's largest military, energy, and media providers, has stepped in to conduct a more efficient, more profitable war on terror. In its effort to silence growing popular dissent, USOFA worldwide, launches Soldier Well, an experimental therapy that aims to co-opt the violent impulses of traumatized veterans to incite intentional mass casualty incidents, otherwise known as mass shootings. 
combining found psychotherapy session transcripts with exacting prose, We Take Care of Our Own tracks the progress of third-year medical student Linda Held's struggle to suppress her conscience and fulfill company orders to their savage, terrifying end. So, clearly a dystopian. We Take Care of Our Own grabs a wide array of characters, all involved one way or another in the risky experiment known as Soldier Well, which is sponsored by the United Syndicates of Federal Assistance Worldwide, or USOFA. Most I have to say are horrible people, but there are a few that I just wanted to give a hug. Among the most important characters are Carl Boxer, Todd Sparrow, Linda Heltz, Miles Young, and Chelsea Day. Both Carl Boxer and Todd Sparrow are selected to be patients of Linda Held's for the Soldier Well program, I guess, which I'll explain more about what that is later. I'm mainly going to focus on Carl for a little bit, but it's worth mentioning that Todd literally checks off all the boxes on a stereotypical serial killer, so that's really great when you want to incite mass shootings, I guess. Carl, however, is an absolute sweetheart who actually feels guilt for the things he has done and or experienced. So, while he's not perfect, Carl actually attempts to use Linda's services in order to get better. Unfortunately, Soldier Will is kind of against him. So, Carl suffers, I mean, they've diagnosed him with PTSD so he'd be in this program and he kind of blanked out and assaulted this other officer, this higher up, I believe. I don't know how the military works. Anyways, um, (laughs) and so it was either they're gonna send him to jail or he can be involved in this program, and obviously he's like, well, fine, I'll be in this program. It's better than jail, probably, but, I mean, he was wrong. So, Carl kind of gets involved in this, and like I mentioned earlier, like the description says, Um, the Soldier Well program is really not about helping soldiers, but rather inciting violence against large groups of people. So, he's kind of getting involved in the wrong program, unfortunately. And then Linda Held, I have a lot of mixed feelings about. So, she's offered a position in Soldier Well, which she accepts for the benefit of her son and mother, Danny and Vera. So, how she treats Carl is somewhat out of her control, I guess. If she doesn't comply with the treatment that the company demands she give Carl, then Danny's cystic fibrosis treatments will cease to exist in their lives. I mean, I still don't like her that much, but she was honestly forced into this situation. I mean, before she was definitely, I don't know, she was definitely struggling financially, so her being able to help Danny's life be prolonged potentially she's a mom, you know, she's going to do what she has to do for her kids, but still, it's Carl. Why would you do that to him? Um, and the situation she was forced into wasn't good for anyone besides Miles Young and the USOFA, which, speaking of Miles Young, I despise him, and that's all I have to say. Just kidding. (laughs) Miles Young, also known as Dr. Young, is a complete clown. I hate him. He's apathetic, selfish, greedy, and manipulative. It's just, oh, 
I hate him. Anyways, the USOFA as a whole is manipulative towards their employees and holds things over their heads so that they have to complete horrific and literally evil tasks so that they can survive. And Miles is just another one of those tools the USOFA uses to influence those working in the Soldier Well program, including Linda. And then Chelsea Day is actually not seen much in the novel. However, she has a huge influence in the events of the novel. So she's she's formerly an actress, and her brother's death in service caused her to become a loud-spoken... Wow, I just had... I just died for a second and came back. It's fine. Um, her brother's death while in service caused her to become a loud-spoken activist against the war the USOFA is claiming to make better, even though the statistics say otherwise, but that's besides the point. And her activism is basically this beacon of hope for haters, which are the people that oppose the USOFA and the war. So, Clancy's writing style is very unique. He uses transcripts to carry along the story, and it was definitely an interesting feature that helped to convey the separation between the USOFA and other characters. We Take Care of Our Own features a cold, dystopian world in which those in power could care less about those beneath them. It seems that war and violence, particularly gun violence, is very common, and war seems to be a business that the USOFA has monopolized and profits off of, so it's awful. Anyways, um, the novel starts out innocently enough, so Carl and Todd are built to undergo therapy for their PTSD, and Linda is the one providing it via the Soldier Will program. However, demands from the USOFA increase, and Miles begins to breathe more frequently down Linda's neck, and Linda is forced to manipulate her patients into committing a horrendous crime for the sake of the company. So, the prospect that the therapist we trust to help us better ourselves could be somewhat of a double agent and actually against us is not just scary, but in this novel it's fascinating. Um, so, throughout the novel, Linda and Miles kind of get closer, and Miles is definitely trying to manipulate her. It's kind of, it reminds me a lot of Creature by John Saul, this novel, which I don't know if you've read that. I haven't ever reviewed it on my blog, but also a really good book. Um, but it kind of reminds me a lot of that novel in the way that this company is pretty much a cult, <laughs> and those that are working for it pretty much have no choice. Like, they're strung in and led into this, oh, this is the perfect place to be. You're gonna do amazing working here. And then once they actually start working, they have to complete horrendous stuff, and I don't know. It reminded me a lot of Creature by John Saul. We Take Care of Our Own is a future classic that I'm sure future students will have to read for its poetic and meaningful messages. A true masterpiece, Clancy has written a fantastically original and riveting novel that leaves the reader wanting more. And now for our little quote section. Sometimes I think when people 
see me, look me in the face, they know. They know what I've done because it comes from inside. I'm rotten in there. I believe this is Carl talking to Linda about his guilt in terms of his service in the war, which he drove, he drove vehicle during it, so, which, not to say that is important, but he, I can't imagine how much worse it is for people on the front line if this is how it is for Carl when he's driving a truck, because he goes through some awful stuff. Um, another quote, this program marks the first step toward the ultimate maintenance of law and order, a populace that polices itself, that finds its own threats and expels them on its own. So, this is during one of the transcripts, I believe, when they're talking about the future of the Soldier World program. And, but the thing is, you're, they're taking people who were in service in the war and turning them into into these people that they can manipulate into doing what they want. And I don't know about you, but pretty much every dystopian novel, that is never good. <laughs> Another quote, that's what we're defending, not just the freedom to live without terror, but to live in a world where we don't even have to know about it, which not having to know about it is kind of ridiculous to me because there is a scene in the novel where Linda and Danny and Miles, I believe, go to this kind of theater, I guess, where it's literally just war propaganda, and that's their entertainment. So, clearly, the USOFA doesn't want this to stop. They're just saying they do. Um, and the last quote for We Take Care of Our Own, it felt like everything was just leading to this. It felt like I'd been avoiding it my whole life, and I couldn't avoid it any longer. There's nothing for me out there. And again, that's Carl, I believe, which is like, I just want to give you a hug. You deserve a hug. <laughs> so this novel was truly excellent and I just loved it. I highly recommend it if you are a fan of dystopian novels or kind of like futuristic stuff like that. And that is the end of my review of We Take Care of Our Own by Christopher Clancy. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please check out my blog, Maya's Reviews, at mayagreviews.wordpress.com. You can also find me at Maya the Bookworm on Twitter, Goodreads, TikTok, BookBub, and Book Sirens. I'm also on Tumblr at Maya Reviews. If you want me to review your book or even just want to reach out to me, you can email me at mayagbookreviews at gmail.com. And my name is spelled M-A-Y-A. I do ask that if you are reaching out in regards to a review request or anything business related, that you check out my review policy on my blog first, then email me. Thank you for listening and happy reading!